Sing it for me. You're now locked inside the CMB Radio Interviews with Chris D. All only on IG Live. What's going on, everybody? This is Chris P. Thank you for tapping into the CMB Radio Interviews, the podcast, guys. Look, it's been a little minute since I've given you all an interview, and it's only right to do this tonight. Um, I was in Atlanta for seven days for a business trip, and I ended up catching up with my uncles and my cousin. <laughs> And I just flew back to Iowa yesterday. So, look, the vibes was different. Everything was good. Everything was immaculate. And I want to go ahead and introduce you all to my Uncle Eric and my cousin Kenny. These guys have taught me so much about music throughout the years. And just before I even started CMB Radio, these guys were a big influence. And after that, we just ran with it. And I want to share with you all. So, kick back for about a half. Look, I'm not going to keep you all too long. Enjoy this lovely interview and enjoy the podcast. CMB Radio interviews with your guy, Chris P. And I've been waiting to get this for a long time. Look, I'm going to tell y'all like this. It wouldn't be no CMB Radio show ever. Now, I'm talking about ever. Like, even at 88.7 without this man right here, y'all. Look. This man right here has literally taught me the craft since I was about eight, nine years old, y'all. I'm talking legendary. I'm talking about, look, I had to get him on here. I'm in Atlanta, all right? Look, without no further ado, this man is just known everywhere. And I mean, like, hey, he always said he was the blue-eyed brother. And I'm talking about Mixed Master Mo Cheeks, better known as my Uncle Eric. Better known, look, I'm going to just say it like this, look. I'm going to just let him introduce himself. Go ahead, no, go ahead and say it to the people, man. What's going on? Uncle Eric, better known as Mixed Master Smoke Cheeks on the CMB Radio Show. What's going on, huh? What's up, nephew? What's up, man? I'm happy to be here, man. It's an honor, man. True bless- blessing, man. Just want to send out a shout to all the people out there in listening land. You know, uh, many blessings to y'all. May increase in prosperity reach each and every one of y'all. But more importantly, may you learn to live your best life for you because the greatest love is within. Uh, I just want to say to my nephew from MC Cartier, 1967, my very first DJ set I did was in 1971. Yeah, see, 1971. Look, we was finna get ready. See, I didn't even have to ask really much of nothing. I was already about to dive in it. So, Matt, when was the first time you had a real musical ear when you first started hearing music? Like, tell the people... What was your first music? What, what turned you on to music like the first time you ever heard some good music? I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, so my mom played violin and flute and did tap dance. My father played saxophone uh, and trumpet. He was a radio personality and uh renowned DJ in the Midwest area for like Gary, Chicago, Detroit, Cincinnati area. He traveled a lot and did those things, but he made sure that me and your uncle James, uh, when we were younger, that he would teach us what he was doing. We understood music, 
when I was four or five years old, I knew what 45s to pull out the crate mm. to get a party rocking mm -hmm. while he was, you know, putting them on the ones and twos, you know? Yeah. So I would actually have to say my biggest and first influence, though, was Grandma Nina, my mom. Shout out to Grandma Be Nina, by the way. Because she made sure that I understood everything from folk music to blues, contemporary jazz, funk, uh, traditional jazz, fusion jazz. She made sure that I understood Blue Eyed Soul, the whole nine. Grandma Nina played every type of good music there were. And so she actually taught me that music is a trans-universal language, not only of life and love, but the, of the cosmos, which is the creator in itself. Uh, music and all of these frequencies that we do help to create the one thing that's within us for those of us that love music. And it's that vibration called musical series. So that's what it is, bro. Okay. Now, see, look, this is, this is why I told y'all CMB Radio wouldn't be what it is. It's been almost... 25 years y'all look it, i always said 14 years for cmb radio but 25 years that this man literally sat me down and was like hey he was passing me on to just everything from cassettes from the 70s the 80s the 90s everything you could possibly think of and i fell in love that day and it was like yo i gotta continue this so Unc, i'm gonna ask you this even when it was just my first time listening to the to the cassette tapes and the cds and everything when was the first time you actually went to a record store and said hey i'm gonna buy my first record like what was the first oh, time man. it was glorious what was your first record the very first record i ever went and bought on my own as a young man was a 45 for trans europe express from Kraftwerk. nice i bought it from gold goldblatt's down on broadway i caught the ninth and colfax downtown gary got off the bus and bought my first 45 and that started me building my musical collection. Now I had had some eight tracks, mm -hmm. but I didn't I didn't buy those. That was actually gifted to me, if you will, from other people. And I'm gonna be honest with you. If you love the cassette, an yeah. eight track was giving you rhythm like, cause it was like a cartridge reel to reel. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people not really familiar with, back in the day, if you had a reel to reel, you was on the top. Oh man, the I heard about reel to reels now. Oh man, you talking about like, 24 or 36 hours of endless music on one reel, mm -hmm. on one roll of tape. Mm. Think about that, nephew. 36 hours of music on one reel. And this day you had a thousand reels. Man. You could hit play on January 1st of any year and it wouldn't stop playing till December 31st waiting for the brand new year coming in the next year. Nice. Imagine that much music. See, I, I never thought of that. See, when we was coming up you guys already, like I said, we already started with cassette tapes. Uh, we already started with the CD pattern. So I'm going to break it down, y'all. The first cassette tape that me and this man sat down and did, and, and for like me, it's nowhere to be found, but I still remember it because it lives rent-free in my head. It said on the side, DJ C Money, before I was Chris P, y'all, DJ C Money and Mixed Master Mo Cheeks on there. And it said volume one. I still remember it had uh it had cuts like uh Chuck Perry uh busting loose. I had Rick James, I had busting out, I had all these cuts, man. And and I remember like it was yesterday, like I was like, man, and I remember I took Coon the game. Uncle, you know, Mixed Master Cheese was the first person that put me on to uh Coon the Game Fresh. Oh yeah, that was one of my favorites. Okay. And a couple of his favorites, man, um, I mean, we just rocked. I mean, it was just it was just a glorious day. Um, just just that day, that particular day I recorded. I think I recorded down there, my first tape down there. And I took it back to Lafayette. And I remember I played the tape for a lot of people. And it was like, what is this? You know, I grew up in the hall. 
kids my age, they were like, oh, man, what is this? I'm like, man, this is some some stuff, man, me and my uncle record. And they like, you know, at the time, they was in the Aaron Carter, Black, I mean, Backstreet Boys, uh, NSYNC, oh, yeah. all yeah. those artists that was out during the time, Britney Spears, shout out to Britney Spears, man, New she edition. just put out that book, New Edition, New yeah. Edition, all these artists, man. Um, so, um, the musical ear that you have um, is very glorious, man. Um, it's a gift, man. It's a gift. So, the day that you took me in there, man, I mean, what was your thoughts that were running to your head when you said, hey, nephew, I need you to come back here and check, let you check this out? What was the, did you think I were, you know, I would fall in love with the material? I mean, what was that, that thought process that ran through your head that day, if you can remember? Well, let me just say this, nephew. First and foremost, the only thing that I can really say that I had partial hand in was the DJC money. Mm-hmm. Because when I looked at you, I saw money, and I saw C, and then a lot of people don't understand this, the era I'm from, C notes mean $100 bills. Right. So when I saw you, I saw $100 bills endless. That's the C money piece. But I can't take credit for being the the spirit and the entity mm-hmm. that wanted to gravitate to pull you into that. Mm-hmm. That that would be beyond my own person and my own scope. So that was literally the most high speaking through me. A lot of people... Uh, get off into a lot of religious things. I don't do that. I get off into only spirit. And that spirit which created me pulled me and and said, grab your nephew and share your greatest love with your nephew because the music and the microphone, Mm -hmm. like Rakim said, MC means move the crowd. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. So for me, I saw in you literally the ability to move the crowd. Mm -hmm. And I personally didn't know it was going to turn into you being world renowned and being this great not just a dj but radio host mm-hmm. i mean you you have a gift for something man that even supersedes myself mm-hmm. now my musical discography that's in my head i mean i can go back to almost 1860 on music okay but i'm saying i don't and i used to mix and dj and spin and yeah, blend and all that but we i'm definitely saying gonna you get into that y'all yeah the but i'm time. saying you you have a gift man i saw the way your eyes would light up when you would hear certain songs as a kid yeah like you, you, you had this thing. Like you just turn, like oh man, like that's fire right there. Yeah. And so I'm telling you, you got that, that what I call the cosmic light. Everybody don't have this light. Everybody got a light, but you got a cosmic light because you again, you got the MC to move the crowd, mm-hmm. and that move the crowd means you got to move the people. You got a love for the people. Yeah. And that spirit is universal, man. That's not an earthly thing. Mm-hmm. That's beyond earth. So when was the first time that you uh? What was your first DJ gig? Cause I, I recently just talked to the older brother. Uh, what was your first DJ gig? If you could go back in the hands of time, what the first DJ gig that you actually went to and actually spun and said, "Hey, I think I got something right here." What was the first time you spun? So, uh, uh, on my own by myself, my very first DJ gig was in fourth grade. Okay. At Ivanhoe School. Ivanhoe. Okay. They they had we had like a little commencement party or something. You know, they used to have, like, talent shows and stuff like that. And I'm the only one of Grandma Nina's kids that's ever did, you know, theater, plays, talent shows, and all that. And the only one to ever ask for instruments, by the way. And uh, one of the teachers was just like, you know, uh, you, you know, Moses, you, you, like, you like music. Do you know any good songs? I was like, hey, I, I can play all the music. And she was like, you really can do it? I was like, yeah. So they had like one record player that had a speaker on the back. Mm-hmm. And all I did was ask her one thing. Do you have a second record player? She said, we do. What do you want two for? I said, because you don't want the music to stop. Right. She said, how do you know that? I said, well, I watched my father do it. Right. 
And so my very first gig was at Idaho School, fourth grade. Matter of fact, a young lady named Donna Randolph, she sang in that particular program uh, a little song. I'll never forget it. She had a beautiful voice. Mm -hmm. And right after she got through and we got to, you know, drink our little Kool-Aid and eat our little pizza and stuff, you know, they let me hit the ones and twos. And it was on some school record players. Yeah. With no faders, no mixing boards or nothing. No nothing. So I was just dropping needles on songs. Yeah. And I had them rocking, man. The okay. whole little cafeteria area, man. Man. All right. So that was the, okay, so this is fourth grade. So by the time you got a little older, probably in middle school, Matter of fact, we're gonna, before we continue, you tune into one of the hottest radio shows, CMB Radio Show. This is CMB Radio Interviews. This is a special edition of it. I got my Uncle Eric, better known as Miss Master Mo Cheeks. Hey, look, also, get you a wine glass by my girl, Nashia Holden, the actress. $15 in wine glasses. Follow her at She Die Wines on Instagram for more info. Also, get up my girl, Samantha Five Coat. Get you something in your house to smell good from Scentsy, all right? Look, get you something during the holiday season. Hey man, she got warmers, she got hey, candles, whatever you name it. Hey, look, I'm gonna need y'all to hey support my girl, man. So we're gonna go ahead and dive right back into this interview. Alright, so um, I'm gonna go ahead and let you take it, man. Top five favorite funk artists of all time. So for me, man, that 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 runs deep because I'm gonna have to do a, a one-side plug on that. Okay. So, so before I, I run down my five favorite funk artists, because without funk there would be no MC Cartier, which is MC Mo Cheeks. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. So there's a guy named Sun Ra that a lot of people are not familiar with. But Sun Ra laid the foundation for people like James Brown, George Clinton, Prince, uh, all all of the Ohio players and all those kinds of people, uh, Sugarfoot and all the, and all the boys, Rick James. I mean, without Sun Ra, and if anybody's interested in 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 the origin of what fusion funk and jazz would really be, look up a guy named Sun Ra. Okay. So, my favorite funk, five funk, I'm gonna start off, my very first one was Ohio Players. Ohio That's my players. number one. Okay. Ohio Players is my number one. And if you love funk, the, the state of Ohio put out some of the greatest, hottest, not just R&B, but funk music known to man. Mm -hmm. And then coming right behind that would have to be Parliament Funkadelic to the right. boys. Okay? <laughs> but that is coupled with Boosie Collins yeah. and, and his brother. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, um, uh, Boosie was the youngest guy and he was either 14 or 15 years old to be drafted into James Brown and the JB's band. Now think about what I'm saying. How great you gotta be to play bass backing up James Brown. Nice. And I'm gonna hit you with another little history lesson. Rick James was another one, mm -hmm. 17, 18 years old, that graced the band of James Brown. I'm telling you, these guys are phenomenal. So behind those guys, for me, there's a group called Fatback. Fatback, yeah. yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah, okay, Fatback. yeah. But now you took me yeah. way back with that yeah. one. All Fat, right. Fatback makes my number one funk song. For It's my birthday, because birthday July 5th. They got a song called I Like the Girls. Yeah, yeah. And that's my that's my number one <laughs> joint right there. And round rounding that up would have to be uh would have to be a group like Clear. Clear. And and Confunction. Okay. And then even though they ain't total funk, they get they are funky people. Mm -hmm. Morris Day in the Time. Morris Day in the Time. Nice. Right that's a nice list. See, and then Back to Fatback real quick. So, also, he was the one that put me on the Fatback band with I Like the Girls. I do remember that song. As soon as you said Fatback band, I was like, oh, man, no, no. He, that, that, that took me back. Yeah. So, do you feel like that music, man, when 
you know, if you even if you was getting in trouble, if, you know, because I know Gary, Indiana, of course, everybody knows, like, yo, that's the toughest town. That's the toughest city. And, of course, we're from it. You know, we always tell y'all at the end, like, yeah, hey, baby. look, put the guns down. We don't want to hear about nobody getting killed on our timelines or anything. Do you feel like that music took you to a place where if you knew you can be at peace at one point? Do you feel like that, that, that happened? I'll be honest with you, nephew. The music of my era and the era before me and the music of my parents and grandparents was music that actually kept you safe. Mm-hmm. It never really incited you into anger. And I'm not against gangster rap in any way because yeah. that's a, uh, a what I would call an artistical expression that a person has a right to. Yeah. Um, but the music of my era was all about love, loving a woman, loving self, getting through the hard times. Like like the Grandmaster Flash said, I'm close to the edge, right. trying not to lose my head. It's like a jungle. Sometimes it makes me wonder how I keep from going under. Right. You know. So that music was always empowering and uplifting. And more importantly, though, it taught you some form of self-love. Right. But it also taught you originality. You know, like people of my era learned to sample up the road. Yeah. It's people behind me that... Their first love was to sample. And they sampled because the people in my era made some hella fag gangster original tracks. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I would say this. The music of my era comes from the hurt and the burden and the freedom of the slave. It comes from the blues. It comes from the jazz. Um, It comes from people like Nina Simone. Yeah. uh, 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 Ella Fitzgerald. Right. uh, Dinah Washington. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. It comes from these people. As a matter of fact, even from people like Quincy Jones or George Benson, uh, which happen to be some of my favorite people. But one of my number one people that a lot of people don't even understand, uh, uh, um, uh, Cousin 12, my little brother 12, Adam Pierre Kane. Yeah. uh, First cousins with uh, Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder put down a lot of gangster tracks. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And so his music was near and dear to my spirit. It opened me up to even things like rap, believe it or not. Right. Yeah. Because that's how it it was all birthed. Matter of fact, rest in peace, uh, Cousin Adam, by the way, too, as well. Right on one, two. Yeah. So, I mean, but just this stuff, man, that we literally grew up to or we literally took home with us or just the first time we probably ever heard it. Um it, 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 it definitely hit home, man. A lot of stuff that we literally grew up to or just heard, even if it's just hip hop or R&B or some soul or, or pop music included. You know, man, I, 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 love I, I, I love some yeah. pop, some, some, I, I even like soft rock, you oh, know, man, rock period rock. I'm telling you groups like Rush, mm-hmm. uh, Pink Floyd. Oh man. These are some of my favorite groups. Um, um, what's my man name? Um, uh, out of uh, Steely Dan, them. Yeah. Bread. Bread. I mean, I go on and on, man. But I'm talking about a lot of heavy hitters, man. Led Zeppelin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? These people, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of my man, uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, these people, man, that, that put down some great music. But them oh, are yeah. my blue-eyed brothers. But I was about to say, we're going to get into Yeah. So, I got to ask you a question. That is a very, very good, that was a very good one you just threw. The first time I heard Blue Eyes Soul, man, I mean, that was a, that was something different. When did you come up with that kind of unique name, man? That, you know, Believe it or not, again, I have to uh, send out a shout to Grandma Nina. Uh, that, that's my number one love, my favorite dance partner. Um, when I tell you Grandma Nina turned me on, think about what I'm saying to uh, uh, like uh, Elton John, Hall & Oates. Yeah. Uh, she turned me on to, to groups I never even... A, a Creedence Clearwater Revival. Definitely. Simon and Garfunkel. Again, bread. I'm saying, Grandma Nina turned me on to music, and she used to say to me, son, 
when it's good, it's just good. It don't matter who make it. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So when I would look at these things, because I was born physically colorblind, mm -hmm. the only thing I could really see on some of these albums and things that she had was their blue eyes. Okay. I could literally see that, you know? Okay. So for me, I, I and then my very first friend in life was a little Caucasian guy named Petey. And uh, me and Petey was friends at like four, four or five years old. And uh, we used to play out in the street, you know, to music. I would listen to music at his house. He would listen to music at my house. So he was getting like some temptations and stylistics and a new birth and all that. But when I went to his house, I mean, I was getting all kinds of groups. Elton John, mm -hmm. uh, Yellow Jackets. Yeah. I was getting uh, groups like uh, uh, Phil Collins and, and, and stuff like that. Led Zeppelin. And so we had a like a collage and a mix of music. And that just kind of opened my eyes to understand one thing, man, that this music is the God language. Yeah, I'm going to say that again. God music language. is the God language. Big shout out to my man, uh, Six. Uh, we're going to have you on the show one day, too. Oh, yeah, man. definitely. Because Six actually turned me on to the God language. So I got to give shout out to my man, man. And shout out to his new daughter, by the way. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. So I'm going to go ahead and turn this over to the phone lines because there's another guy I got to have on here, man. Um, let me go ahead and dial that number real quick. Hey, by the way, look, we also got to have that. When you said colorblind, I definitely got to have that on here as well. Look, Dad, Dad you ain't forgot. Right <laughs> on, man. That's good energy, man. You know, ain't nothing like a little libation when you're kicking back with your nephew. Got his lady in the house right out here in D-ville, Douglasville, right out here in Georgia. Kick back with Uncle Mo. You know, Mo Cheeks, Legion of Cool, baby. Legion of Cool People, LOC 85 Westside. You yes, know sir. All right, all right, we got my cousin Kenny on the line. This is the second half of the interview, y'all. Look, y'all tune in to one of the hottest radio shows, the CMB Radio Show. This is the interviews with my uncle, Mixmaster Mo Cheeks. Now, another person I got on the line right here, man. This is another genius right here. This is my cousin Kenny, y'all. Quiet hey, Ken. Yep, there we go. Quiet That's Ken. Good. Going on with you, man. Hey, man, I'm feeling great. Good. Good. So, this is what I wanted to ask him while I got him on the line. Mushroom jazz. <laughs> yeah, you done blew his head right there. He go on and on with that. All right, so I'm gonna ask you this: When was the first time you actually heard mushroom jazz, man? It was me and my brother Eric Bell. We were watching a NFL playoff game, and he played Volume One. But I was so in tune to the playoff game that all I could do was just. Feel the beat, feel the groove, and soon as it ended, the, that first CD, something inside me said, "Hey man, play that again." Yeah. And when he did it again, that's when it really hit me. And I mean, it hit me. It hit you. Oh boy, did it hit. Oh yeah, because the first time you turned me on to it, I had been about, I want to say, 13, 14, somewhere around. There. This is the teenage years. So yeah, yeah so I, I remember I came over his, I came over his apartment. Um, and he said, hey, hey, cousin Chris, man, you want to go on over there? Come on over here, man. I got something for you. And I, I said, okay. So I come over there. Of course, the first stop he makes is uh, uh, to my girlfriend's favorite place is Miller Pizza. So he goes and get go get some Miller Pizza from me. And, and he says, man, I'm about to show you something, man. Check this out. And when I first heard it, this was something that literally like opened my brain up to something new. I didn't think you would have a collision of hip-hop beats mixed with jazz and more of um, a quiet melody with no lyrics, no nothing. It was just blended together. 
and it was perfect. something yeah, yeah it was just per- perfect blended it just blended perfectly um so cousin Kenny when was the first when, let me excuse me go uh, ahead no go, go ahead take the flow these were obscure songs that were just beautiful and great that you had never knew existed yeah this was not your no regular DJ mix throwdown this was something totally brand new okay when did you like, when did you first get turned on to music cousin all my life. <laughs> I, was, I, was in, I was inside Joe and Cindy's stomach, bobbing my head, just, just dying to get out so I could stomp my feet. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's all of us, man. <laughs> you know, it's strange that he, that he mentioned that because all my life. I remember being in my mama's stomach, and a lot of people say, can't remember that. But my mom used to play music, and I, I could feel that. And I, I have vivid memory of being in my mother's stomach listening to music. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. That- I'm telling you, as soon as I pop it, for me, music is the sound of the universe. It's, it's the art of the universe. Mm-hmm. All is vibration, and music is the universal art. It's the universal mathematics. It's the sound of mathematics. Yeah. Because if you think about it, music is... It's just simply waveforms that have a beautiful sound to them. That's all they take. I've always been in tune with that my entire life, and I'm never not going to be in tune with that. Right. And, and you know, that's something like both of y'all pretty much explain what it is. Like, I always kick off the show all the time, which I will be kicking it off, of course, with D Train's music. That's the show. And yeah. what would you do without your music? What would you be without a song? And y'all both, you and Uncle Eric, both broke it down in the concept hey, this music is the universe, music is God. You know, and it's just something that we never really thought about. Like, where would you be at without a song? But I always say, without music, where would I be? I don't know. I'd probably be one angry person. <laughs> we, we know some too, nephew. Us being music lovers, I'm always in search of my next favorite song. Mm-hmm. And I cannot put my head to rest until I find it. Yeah. And many times it that. finds me. Yeah. I would agree with that. You know, one of the things That's too that, that, that blows my mind is that if you think about it, music, one of the reasons they took music out of schools is because especially for melanated people, mm-hmm. music actually takes our intellect to a whole new level. We have re- retention, we have the ability to to memory yep. and to memorize and to create things in a certain way to music, but it's trans universal to all people, okay? Mm-hmm. So like you can learn things to a rhythm or to a beat or to a sound and a kid that could not learn anything can do calculus to it. Right. So music and sound and wave and vibration is everything. And as a matter of fact, every breath you take has rhythm. It has vibration. Mm -hmm. It has reverberation. It has sound. And it has echo built already into it. Right. Right. See, this is what I'm going to tell y'all one more time. These two have been a big influence in my life, y'all. Without, Like I said, I told y'all before, before the interview started, wouldn't be no CMB radio without these two. Because at the end of the day, on my side, I don't know about everybody else's side. I can't speak for my boys, but I can speak for myself. Wouldn't be no CMB radio without these two in my life. I literally gained one influence, and it was like, hey, I'm going to pull you to another side. And it took me to another realm, and it was like, okay, I'll take this with me. And then here it is, you know, years later, CMB Radio has gained a podcast. CMB Radio has gained, you know, publicity. Um, CMB Radio also has gained, 
you know uh just the different kind of music and genres that you like it's just not strictly focused on one genre it's strictly focused on uh, on many genres <clears throat> yep that's soul power right there. that's soul power uh, and, and let me just say this shout out to quiet cam because he has taken my musical knowledge awareness and my musical discography to a whole new cosmos literally he is the number one person in my life that took what i what i already knew to a whole new level many levels i'm just gonna keep it clean it wasn't for quiet can coming out of lou wallace in 83 mm -hmm. doing what he do and loving music the way he love it trust me i would only be half the music man i am yeah Hey, it's been my pleasure to take you along with me, bro. Right somebody on. took so me along. So powerful. Right on. So I'm going to ask you, Cousin Kenny, uh, I asked Uncle Eric earlier, and I'm going to ask two questions. When was the What was the first record that you actually went and bought, like added to your collection that you said, hey, I'm going to go ahead and continue this, this path? What was that first record that you bought? Excellent question. And I'll never forget this memory. We were in Kmart, and it was the first time... I don't even know if I even heard this music, but I saw the Mothership Connection album in Kmart, and I begged my mom. I said, Mama, I gotta have that. I gotta have it. I gotta have it. And guess what? Hey, Cindy bought it for me. Wow. wow. That's it. Word up. Shout out to Cindy. Ever since then. It was just something about that album. It, it's like that album was, we were created for each other. Right. Because I remember that. Just loves it. Love the P phone. I remember. You know, it's so crazy. I remember Uncle Eric was the one that put me onto that 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 particular album. I do remember that. A lot of the, the P funk eras and stuff like that. He even let me have a couple of his CDs. You let me have a couple of yours. And um, I'm a, I'm gonna just throw it. I'm gonna ask you this. I asked him earlier. Give me your top five favorite funk artists of all time. James Brown, George Clinton, Bootsy Collins. Ooh. Ooh, uh, you're gonna have to let me have a moment to think about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> four and five, I know who they are. Their name, I got so many artists in my mind that I number four and five. But without a doubt, you know, all, all five, whoever, you know, those three that I even just mentioned, mm -hmm. you can't have one without the other. You no, you one can't. They came, you know, success, successively. Yeah. I yeah. mean, think about the legacy of james brown and how he totally changed the entire sound of music exactly. yeah right, right, right behind sunrise and stretched it out to the cosmos and bootsy with that space bass and just his just his style of just playing that music and his coolness oh man oh man yeah and shout out to quiet because he turned me on the sunrise Quiet Ken is the one to carry on. Okay. Sunrise, yeah. You know what's funny? I think that's the first time I ever heard of that today. And I think you guys really opened me up to something else to listen to now. Because they, they have a good thing of opening me up to some new music. You know, if I if I haven't heard it before, go ahead. I said, that's what we're here for. Spread that vibe. Hey, hey yep. you know something, too, nephew? Sunra is like a hit of acid without ever doing drugs. Okay. So like yes, his music is so futuristic and fusionistic that it's like you was on five hits of acid and you never did drugs at all. Really? Yeah. Okay. That is so true. That's something I gotta really sit down and actually take. I mean, from think both about of it. A person that was on five hits of acid probably would get it instantly. But when you're sober, his music takes you five 
hits an acid up in the air. Okay. Yep. Okay. So that's something you know, I'm gonna have to take down. Give you a little bit of uh, background info onto how Sunra came into my life. Go ahead. I was I was reading a book review in Vibe magazine back in the '90s, mm-hmm. and the picture of the book review, the picture of the book that I was reading a review of, it had this dude on it. He had on Bootsies star glasses, but okay. I'm like, wait a minute, I've only seen Bootsy wear these. This cat is wearing these. Free Bootsy. Mm-hmm. And so I read the review, and something inside me after reading that review, I was like, I've got to find that book. I found the book. I read it. That was the, one of the most amazing books I've ever read about a musical artist, a visionary. Just, I mean, Sunrise, he's absolutely cosmologically another level, another galaxy, another universe. He said cosmologically. Yeah, that's something. Man, that's That's, yeah, that's, right that's there. straight <laughs> pimp right there, baby. That's funk pimp. That's some funk pimp right there, boy. You know? Reading that book, all throughout that book, you could just tell this is not no ordinary human being. Yeah. And, you know, throughout his, you know, musical journey throughout his life, he knew it too. He knew he was not normal. Yeah. Earth man. Because he, he told folks, he said he was from Saturn. And his reading that book did this another thing. Reading that book, even though I had never heard any of his music yet, reading that book, I knew what the music would sound like. I was so blessed to find some of his CDs at the Michigan City Public Library. Okay. The very first song I heard was a song called Love in Outer Space. Oh, man. Okay, yeah, That's, see, that just threw something like that at me. That was a nice little curveball. Okay, that see, I could actually check that one out when I play this one oh, back. Yes. Let's check it out. Love in outer space. I mean, you ain't never heard nobody else with a song title like that. Love no. in outer space. Not at all. It sounds exactly like that. Not at all. Not at all. That's something. And you know what? Those are tunes that you know. I, I'm gonna say it like this, y'all. There's songs that literally, if, if it hits the CMB radio show. There's a reason why those songs hit the CMB radio show. It's a, it's a lot of stuff that you might have heard on here has been literally kind of underground. Or if it's like, hey, somebody like, if it was my mom that might have put me on to like a song that I actually heard and loved. If it was my uncle that put me on. If it was my, if it was my dad. I, I remember as a kid, I used to go through my dad's CD collection, and I remember he, he had a book of CDs. And I remember that he would have songs that I literally would be like, oh, okay. But, you know, it was it was nothing like Uncle Eric's and nothing like Cousin Kenny's. Their music was a little different from that catalog. You know, see, Dad had more of the, the old school hip-hop and R&B and, and the new school stuff. But at the time, Uncle Eric had more of the, and Cousin Kenny had more of the, the OG stuff. <clears throat> you know, and it was more like, okay, this hey, I'm going to put you on something. You never heard of this band before, but here it is. You go into a record store and you say, hey, do you have this particular artist? You tell them, they say, oh, well, no, I haven't heard of that artist in a long time. You go on the, on the website. And what you do is, and, and you pull up the album and sure enough, it's overseas and you get it and it's in your collection. <laughs> Absolutely. And it changes your life because you've discovered something that has just simply been waiting for you. Right. Right. And that's a, that is such a beautiful experience. I, I, I love when I have that experience of discovering my next favorite song because I know it's out there. Yeah. Because it knows I'm out there. Right. It's just a matter of timing. 
That's all it is. A matter. It's like, like with me. If I listen to something brand new, or if I listen to something, it might be old. It's gonna be one of my new favorite songs. I might have heard. It might be. It might be made in 1969, and I ain't never heard of it. But it's a brand new favorite song in my book. It is brand new to me. I just heard it today, and I'm like, okay, this has to hit the playlist or, or go somewhere in the catalog somewhere. And see, that reminds me of having my favorite cutters, Mo Cheeks, along with me through my musical journey. When I turn him on to something and he turns me on to something, we can both tell, oh, I just did him a real good favor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, like, that's like a solid, that's like, put it like, we used to call it a nickel bag back in the day, baby. That's exactly what it was. It was a never-ending high because that music was guaranteed to keep you lifted. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm, I'm happy to share this glorious moment with y'all, man. Um, and, and, and as a matter of fact, he couldn't be in attendance tonight, but TJ actually DJs too. I had him. I got him on a separate show. Um, but now that I know me and him actually been picking it up, of course, everybody knows from CMB Radio, we always do the 1989 versus 1990 mixes. Which we go into a catalog where songs came out in either 1989 and 1990, and we do them on our birthdays. And we pretty much, I put them out, and then I share it with him, or and then my birthday come around, and I put it out and do something with him for as as well. Go ahead. You're you're breaking up. You're breaking up. Okay. Uh, there we go. I got you now. Okay. I'm moving around a little. Okay. But yeah, that is such a beautiful thing to share something beautiful with another beautiful person because all you can do is just bask in beauty. Yeah, that's and right. you can groove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have, we're gonna have to get a, 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 a 1983 versus 1985 thing oh. jumping off oh. because Quiet Kid come out when a lot of great music hit oh. in '83, but '85 was a transitional year. Because it was a year that was breaking ground for things like the New Jack Swing era, baby. Right. Yes, sir. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we. I think we're gonna have to sit down and do that one day. Yeah, See, man. 1983 version. Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. The odd numbers, threes and fives. Threes baby. and fives. Okay. Yeah. The, oh man. Okay. Yeah. See, now you just gave me another idea. <laughs> okay. That's. And it ain't nothing like being a middle child, man. You, I mean, it's one thing to be the oldest or the youngest. Yeah. But when you're in the middle and you got to keep up with the oldest and teach the youngest, man, them threes and fives and ones and, you know, nines and all that, man, them numbers mean something, man. Oh, know? yeah. Oh, yeah. Sound like sound like me and Jessica. <laughs> it's like Jessica trying to keep everybody in line and it's like, hey, I got it. Well, you ain't here. <laughs> so I got to continue. <laughs> I got to continue the path. Okay. All right. All right. Do you think? Cousin no, Kenny. I, I, go ahead. One more of one of the most impactful albums that I've ever had in my life. Okay. And this is a very popular album. A lot of people know it, but the music on it was so what I needed. And that's Stevie Wonder's uh, Songs in the Key of Life. Did he say Stevie? He said Stevie Wonder. You just mentioned Stevie earlier. I just said Stevie was one of the greatest. You just mentioned Stevie earlier. One of my favorite artists of all times. Yeah, and, and that's that's that that was 12's uh first cousin. So and 12 could blow. So I'm saying like to have all of that incorporated into our family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Stevie literally put down music, I'm gonna be honest with you, made me shed tears. 
because he, he could write and he could play. An incredible lyricist. He had, they called what they so-called his golden period when he dropped like six or seven albums in a row back to back to back that were just ground. But to me, called classical period. For me, fulfilling this first finale, Inner Visions, Talking Book, um, there's a couple more. Oh, the- man, you said Talking Book. Okay, yeah, Talking Book. I have that actually on wax, but go ahead, cousin. Yeah. Then he dropped Songs in the Key of Life, but for me, the next three albums were just amazing, and that was um, Hotter Than July, mm-hmm. R&B record. Then he dropped a concept album called a journey through the secret life of plants that album really really touched me it's a double album a concept album that you gotta hear it okay and the one he did after um the original music aquarium which was kind of like a best of stevie but he had some original stuff on there that was just mind-blowing perfect example is the song the song they released from that was called um that girl and do i do do I do? Yeah. Oh man, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, with Dizzy Gillespie. That album. Oh man, Stevie Wonder. Man. <laughs> Stevie kind of like the whispers. If you ain't got no Stevie and you ain't got no whispers, then you ain't no whole man because you need Stevie for a foundation and you need the whispers to be able to pull your lady. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. You gotta have them whispers. Even before Stevie Wonder's so-called classical period, classic period, the stuff he was doing as a teenager with Motown, absolutely, was amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the, his harmonica playing alone. I mean, he could he could play the Gibson harmonics in a way that nobody else could. Man, he played it like the blues and the bellow of the slave being freed to me. Yeah. You know, that was kind of like Donny Hathaway. Donny Hathaway is is a trans-universal sound. There's another artist that I know everybody knows, but you've got to check out his catalog. Okay. And that's the Charles. That's who, cuz? Is a bad man. Say that name again. Ray Charles. Man, Ray Charles, dude, yeah, I, man. Man, that, that's the very first artist that Miles ever, ever took hold to. I got a woman way over town. And then from that he went into Prince, but Ray Charles for me, yeah, is like again like Donny Hathaway. Ray Charles set the tone for someone like Donny Hathaway. That's right. That's right. You know, I you mean, put any better with that? I mean, no different than Wes Montgomery set the tone for George Benson and Donald Byrd. You know what I'm saying? When you got people like Donald Byrd and George Benson, you got to think of Wes Montgomery, Miles Davis, and so many others. Mm-hmm. And finally, somebody mentioned Prince. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could. I mean, Prince is the Prince. Prince is the birth child fam of anyway. all of these people. Prince is is what you would call the illegitimate child, like like uh, Obama. See, a lot of people don't know. I ain't gonna get too deep, but Obama grandmother illegitimate child of George W. Bush and Bill Clinton mm-hmm. grandparents, and that's yes. where Obama come from. And I'm saying Prince is the illegitimate child of music. He's the child that didn't nobody want to claim, yeah. but set the but put music back on the map. That's right. That's right. I can agree with that. And not only that, but nobody else sounded like Prince. Same way with one of my other favorite artists, Sade. 
Sade. Oh, man. man. We didn't even touch on the ladies yet. We didn't even touch on the oh, ladies. Oh, man. man. Yeah, Sade. Oh, my goodness. played her style, but nobody sounds like the band Sade. Nobody. Nobody. Touch Sade. Nobody. With this, with the sweetest taboo and and no ordinary love and and what's my song cherish today? I, I mean, come on, man! That, that can't nobody touch Sade's catalog of music that is just beautifully birthed. I can't, I can't even express that. Man, that's heavy, man! Shout out to my three dollars, Sade, Jasmine, Natasha Brachet, and Nia Simone. Yes. And I got three granddaughters. I'm gonna shout them out too: Bluebird, Rose, and Remy Cheeks. Right on. Right on. <laughs> Else. All right, cousin Kenny, it was so glad to have you on here, man. I, I, I truly do appreciate this, man. Look, any shout outs you want to give before you cut on the body? Huh? I would like to shout out to you, cousin Chris. I ain't heard from you in a minute, but that don't even matter because tonight made it all worthwhile. Because this has been a beautiful conversation. Oh, yeah, man. oh man, <laughs> it's all being recorded right now, it's definitely being recorded. Appreciating love music. And they know that it don't have to be the common, the ordinary, the vulgar, the trite crap that you get on the radio. Right. You can have any type of groove you are in search of because it's out there. That's right. Quality music over quantity music. That's right. (laughs) That is right. That is right. And I I still hold that ground to this day. I appreciate that because I really do, man. Look, thank you so much, man. It's been a pleasure. We're going to definitely keep in contact because this ain't going to be the first. And it will not be the last. That's right. <laughs> we're going to delve into some other categories because I'm telling you, I am a rock and roll fanatic. Oh, man. We, oh, we was talking oh, we about, just talking about that. We was just we talking, talking about, about that. We talking about the blue-eyed soap. Matter of fact, quiet. Run off yeah. about five. Run off about five of your favorite blue eyes for me. Let's go. Lowdown, Boss Gags. Steely Dan, Babylon Sisters. Uh, there's a song by Hall of Notes that I really, really love. Um, gosh, that... I think it was their first big hit on R&B radio. Oh man, um, is it? I can't go for that, or is it? Uh, this is way. This was in the seventies. Okay, so is it? Is it? Um, is it? No, it's this ain't Man Eater. Okay, this man is something. Was eighty five. Okay, that's eighty five. Okay, yeah. Okay. No, no, it was in the seventies, bro. Who? Oh, is it Smile by Holland Oates? Sarah Smile. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Smile. Smile. That's it. That's Sarah it. Okay, Smile. Sarah yeah. Smile. Um, it's just so many to just have to select five. I, I do have playlists for everything. Michael Frank, Yellow Jackets, you know, uh, a, a Men at Work, Laying Down Under, uh, Led Zeppelin, you know what I'm saying? Robert Palmer, there's a whole lot of them. Robert Palmer, yeah. That's Rush, you know. Ooh, Rush. But yeah, every time we do this, we're going to explore a whole nother level of all this thing that we love called music. That's right. We definitely got to do this the again. God language. The God language. We definitely have to do this again sometime. I like that. Write that down. <laughs> the God language. The God language. I got that just last night from my man Six. His name is Mark. He's an artist that I met recently. He worked with me. And uh, as a matter of fact, I told you about him quiet. But uh, when I tell you this guy plays several instruments, uh, he got a little son that's probably about seven, eight to play four instruments and beat the hell out the drums. I mean, and I'm from the boogie down. I tell people all the time, I'm brown from the boogie down, land of the talking drum. 
That's how you define MC Cartier, Mixed Master, Mo Cheeks, Blackwater Radio, 106.7.5 FM. That's the year I come in this world. Again, 106.7.5 FM, like WBMX, baby. That's right. Live in a hot mix five. Live in a hot mix five. That's right. Yes. Right. Okay. Um. Now, one thing I want to remind you of. All this music that we're talking about, trust, believe. I got playlists for all of this, and these playlists are never ending, and they run deep. Yes, they do. His they, playlist never stops. It is ongoing. Ongoing. His is ongoing. Uncle Eric's is like, hey, we got it. We got it right here. We we here. And mine is like, all right, look, I'm jotting all this down. Why I can't? Because it's got to continue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, one last quick shout out from uh, MC Cartier. Go ahead, though. and that's the stepping music of the world because oh, I started with four corners, yes. bopping and stepping, and a lot of people do not give credit to the stepping genre that's of right. the world and the ballrooming up out of Detroit, Cincinnati, Gary, in the Midwest. That's right. Tell you one other one because it, it just you just reminded me of one of my favorite just groovy ass tracks. Let's go. And, uh, What's my man name from Philadelphia? I ain't jiving, I'm jamming. There you go. Alright, that is. With uh, the Philadelphia sound, what is his name? Um, the name of the song is I Ain't Jiving, I'm Jamming. It, you, when you hear this song, you you get up out your seat. You get up out your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Even to pull it up right now. It's, man. It's, 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 such, it's such a swinging ass tune. Man, we got the yeah. He's gonna pull it up right now. Actually, he's he about to actually pull it up right now. I ain't jiving. I'm jamming. I ain't jiving. We gotta. I, I'm shouting. Leon Huff. Leon Huff. That's his name. Herb Kent, the cool gent from Chicago, WBMX. He's the one who's turned me on to just so many wonderful oh, songs. Oh man, yes, yes. Love Herb Kent. I remember more. We used to say we want his record collection. Right on, man. I, you know what? There are two people in the three people in the world. If I could get their music collection today, I would want James Brown, I would want George Benson, and I would want Prince. But I also would want on the back end, I would want Gambling Huff. Yeah. Because whoever turned Gambling Huff on turned on Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. That's right. So you know, just just like Morris Day said. Hey, don't wait for me. I'm just a young man. I can't do nothing but make love to you and set you free. That's right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's what it is. I'm in the land of cool, baby. The C-O-O-L. Yep. Because that's where I come from. The Legion of Cool People. Shout out to all my main mellows out there in the L-O-C-P, baby. You better know it. Right. Shout out. Shout out. Definitely. Cousin Kenny, man, thank you so much for being on the CMB Radio Show. This has been truly a blast, man. Cousin, I love you. I love you. This too. is a beautiful experience. I truly look forward to the next time we can do this. Yes. Because guarantee you, every time we do this, it's gonna be another beautiful experience. That's right. It's great vibrations, man. Great vibrations. Man, I'm telling you, I feel brand new right now. Hey, man. look, this yeah. definitely man. Now for you, you 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 done did something for your uncle, man. I told you, man. Man, I, I told should give y'all. you like thirty four million dollars or something. <laughs> And a bag of chicken wings. And a bag of chicken. Lemon pepper, baby. <laughs> Lemon pepper, you know. Oh yes. Definitely, cousin Kitty, man. Thank you, man. Go ahead. To grant you access 
to all of my playlists. I think I might have done that before, but yeah. I don't know if you have or not. Uh, yeah. I'm, all you got to do is go to YouTube and type in my name. And you got to go, oh, wow, this is my auntie calling. She's oh. calling to invite me to Thanksgiving. All right, perfect. That's Elijah's mom. Oh, man. <laughs> Shout out to Elijah. He the house music man. When I was oh, yeah. telling you, nephew, yes. cousin Elijah is the number one house fanatic in our family, but also in the country. He be putting sets on. It be six to ten, twelve thousand house house Ooh. heads coming in Ooh. in the town for what he be doing, man. Yeah, he's got to he's got to hit the list next. I yeah. gotta have him on here. Yeah. He's actually met Mark Farina, Mr. Mushroom Jazz. That's right. Okay, oh, you just met. Okay, so you met Mark and Farina together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's something. Like, yeah, man. If you if you can keep in contact with him as well, I would like to have him on here too as well, man. He belongs here. He belongs here. Perfect. Want to do this? Go ahead, cuz. Get what you say. When's the next time you want to do this? Man, look, keep in contact with me. We're gonna head. We'll, we'll set that up. Spontaneous. We'll, we'll man. Set, we will set that up. We will man. set that up. No plans. Spontaneous. That's yep. how it works out best, man. That makes it real and pure and organic. That's and right. Organic. It makes it cosmic and universal, baby. We'll set this thing up. Definitely. Absolutely. Shout out to all the mothers that birthed us that gave us this opportunity to be music lovers, yep. to, to represent the God language and the Godhead. All out to my man Q Dollar, Quincy, all the people that's out there doing your thing. Chris Peoples, my man C, my man, I love you, nephew. I love you, you too, no man. Oh, man, Chris P in the house, baby. Thank you. CMB, baby, and LOCP. Yep. All the love in the world for all of my fellas like this. I love you guys. I miss you. Fat guys. back. You I know what? One last shout. Grace Jones, pull up to the bumper, baby. Pull up. Pull up. Yeah. <laughs> pull up. And we go. You another? Just one more subject matter. Go ahead. We're gonna have to get these one hit wonders. Okay. Because they were phenomenal. Nice. Let's go. We gonna. I think maybe we need to do that for the next time because it's. Approaching ten o'clock, right? My bedtime. Yep. I gotta, I gotta be up at six twenty. Yep. Same here. This has been my night was made. Yeah, this is a this is a legendary night right here. I will never forget this in the books. Man, November fourteenth. I will never forget it. Right. Oh. Oh, one little thing. Big Let's shout out to all our ancestors. My cousin Jada's birthday. So happy birthday, Miss Jada. Oh yeah, happy birthday happy to birthday. Jada. Right on. So proud of that. So power to all those that are here and those that have achieved the ancestor rating. Right on. Right yeah, on. You cannot forget your ancestors. Cannot. You cannot forget your ancestors. That's right. No. Right. Y'all enjoy the rest of your evening. It's time for me to lock it down and shut it down and pray for a beautiful tomorrow as well because I know it's ready for me. That's right. Yep. Wake up to it. Will do. Thank you, cousin Kenny. It's been an honor, man. Right on, the right on, Quiet up. Can. Shout out to Lou Wallace. Shout out to all of the Gary High Schools, elementary schools, and junior high schools. That is absolutely, absolutely. right. <laughs> Shout out to West Side, and the best side, eighty-five yep. too, baby. You know what I'm saying? Elka. <laughs> Even shout out to Elka, baby. Elka is the key. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you end the show right That's there. That's how we end the show. With Elka, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's a gangster. That's a straight gangster, baby. Oh, yeah.
I love y'all, man. Thank y'all so much. Man, thank you, nephew, for putting us on this platform for you. CMB, shout out love from Blackwater Radio, 106.7.5 FM. Love for CMB, baby. We owe universal party. You can count on us. Whatever you need financially or in life, man, you can holler at Blackwater. We're going to be there for you, baby. Most definitely, guys. Y'all tune in to one of the hottest radio shows, the CMB Radio Interviews with my cousin Kenny and Mixmaster Mo Cheeks. All right. CMB Radio is brought to you by Nashia Holden, the actress. $15 in the wine glasses. Follow her at She Die Wines on Instagram for more info. And also, get in my girl Samantha Five Coat. Get some of your house smell good from Cincy. Also, Nashia will be holding down a sip and paint going down on Broadway on November 25th during Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Get your tickets. It's only going to cost you $50 on eventbrite.com. That is www.eventbrite.com. All right. Look. Thank y'all so much for tuning in tonight. Look, I'm going to go ahead and head on up out of here. Look, we'll see y'all next time. Same time, same back channel. Subscribe to the podcast only on Apple Music, Google Play, Spotify, and the home, Anchor FM. Good night, everyone. Hey, y'all. I am Shia with She Wines, and I am throwing a dope sip and paint event in Maryville, Indiana, November 25th, 2023, with doors opening at 6 p.m., all right? And this is not your average sip and paint. We have networking going on, we have poetry going on, and we have vendors where you can shop with your local vendors and entrepreneurs. Please don't miss out on this event. Come out, bring your friends, your family, your significant other, however you wanna vibe out. Just make sure you're present and do not miss this event. It's gonna be a dope one. And you can find your tickets on Eventbrite, all right? This is a She Wine Sip and Paint. Hope to see you all there. Register on Eventbrite.com, www.eventbrite.com. When the Shea Holden, she.wines, that's S-H-I dot wines, S-H-I dot wines. Hope to see you there.